So we are finishing a five-part sermon series called Finding Joy in Real Life, Five Habits for Living Well. And these are sort of biblical concepts that if, if we can incorporate them into our life, we will find ourselves living with joy and living well. So today our scripture comes from two different places in the Gospel of Matthew. Um, and it's really the same verse that we started this series with, and it's like the great commandment. And um, we're going to read that, and then we're going to also look at the golden rule. So, um, you know, these stories are in all the synoptic gospels, this particular story about the great commandment. Mark and Matthew are virtually identical in, in those. Luke, actually, it's the lawyer that says kind of what the, what the synopsis of the great commandment is. So um, we're going to read Matthew 22, 35 through 40. And one of them, a lawyer, asked him a question to test him. Teacher, which commandment in the law is the greatest? He said to him, you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your mind. This is the greatest and first commandment, and the second is like it. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. On these two commandments hang all the law and the prophets. And in Matthew seven twelve, In everything do to others as you would have them do to you. For this is the law and the prophets. So, so the idea of the law and the prophets means it's like the whole thing. It's kind of like a summary of, of Jesus' message, actually. I mean, and it's a summary of God's message to us, to love your God and love your neighbor as yourself. And if you are ever really pushed to sum up Jesus' teachings in one sentence, you've got it. To love your God with all your heart, mind, and soul, and your neighbor as yourself. You look at that, and that really is the, the kernel of what Jesus was teaching, what God was talking about. Love God and love your neighbor as yourself. And then G Jesus gives us the golden rule. Do to others what you would have them do to you. So it's interesting. All the major religions have this thought as sort of a part of it. In Judaism and Hinduism, it goes something like this. Don't do to others what you don't want done to you. I mean, sort of the negative version of what Jesus gave us, right? So it's, it's the golden rule. I remember this from my mother. My mother would always tell me, don't forget the golden rule when I was mean to my sister, right? <laughs> and, and then we had at my house, we had the Bambi rule. Thumper, the little rabbit. I think it was Thumper that said, don't say, if you can't say anything nice, don't say anything at all. And I have this vision of my mother saying those two things to me over and over and over again as I was growing up because apparently I was not a very good little boy. So, <laughs> do to others what you would have them do to you. Now, some of you probably have heard the more cynical, uh, secular saying, do to others, do unto others before they do unto you. That's no way to go through life, folks. 
mean, that, that just presupposes that we're going to do something negative to each other. Do unto others before they do unto you. Hmm, don't buy that. But that's a sucker's bet. It's not a good place to go. So Jesus puts forth the golden rule. Do to others what you would have them do to you. It's a beautiful thought. It's an awesome thought. Can you imagine what our church would be like if we actually did that? If we treated other people the way we want to be treated. I mean, just think how great the church would be. Think how great our community would be if that's how we acted. How awesome would the city of Houston be if that's how we all chose to act? To treat others like you would like to be treated. It's a great rule. But, but it can sort of get messed up if you get into like real specifics. Because I occasionally like a good cigar. And I had some kind soul here leave a cigar on my desk. And I was like, yeah. Thank you. So what would it be like if I ran around giving everybody cigars? I like people giving me cigars. I think you'd probably go, well, uh, Mike, thanks for the thought, but uh, meh. So, so we have to be careful when we are applying this concept, right? Some of us like some specific things. It works great when we're talking in, in big picture things like kindness and generosity and love and support. But, but you got to be careful when you get down to the sp specifics like grape snow cones. If you gave everybody grape snow cones, well, some people go, I want cherry. <laughs> yeah, she, Amy wants cherry. So, so sometimes you have to be a little wise in putting this into practice. It's an important concept. It's an important concept to do to others what you would like done to you. You know, th there's something interesting about the placement of the golden, golden rule in the Gospel of Matthew. So, what, what's in the Gospel of Matthew that everybody thinks of? Sermon on the Mount. Sort of um, three chapters of Jesus just dispensing wisdom. Almost like non-stop. This story, this story, this story, this story. And this comes towards the end of, of the Sermon on the Mount discourse. And it is a bit of a summary of what Jesus is teaching through all of the stories that he has told in the Sermon on the Mount. Do to others what you would want done to you. You know, there's this mega theme that runs throughout the Gospel of Matthew. And, and this theme is that your actions... And your heart 
should be the same. That what you do should also be what's in your heart. And what's in your heart is what you should do. The golden rule that my mother beat into my head, not literally, (laughs) it's a great example of your heart and your actions being the same. So, So my question for you is, how are you doing at that? Does the way that you live your life match the things that you believe? Do the things in your heart match the actions and the words that come out of your mouth? I struggle with that. I struggle with that a lot. You want people to show kindness and understanding to you? starts with you. It starts with your actions. If you want people to be kind and understanding and supportive of you, you have to be that first. And, and, and that can be hard for us. We kind of put ourselves out there, right? And then maybe people don't respond in the way that we would like. And we feel kind of, betrayed is too strong a word, but we feel kind of like a fool. Like, oh, I was extra nice to you, and you didn't even say thank you. But your actions in your heart, they're the same. And that's what we are called to as followers of Jesus. So I tried this experiment one time back before telemarketers got your cell phone. And I've talked to people about telemarketers, right? Um, And I mean, there are people who hate them. They like loathe them. I mean, there's people that keep air horns by their telephone and they get the telemarketer and they go, ah! There's people that like yell at them and hang up on them. And so I tried an experiment. I said, look, I'm not interested in your product, but I want to know, how are you doing? Thank you so much for your phone call. I really appreciate the phone call, but no, I'm not interested in 10 Ginsu knives or whatever it is he was selling. And there was puzzlement in this man's voice. He was like, what, what, what is going on? (laughs) This person's being nice to me. It was extraordinary in his mind anyway. And it was an interesting experiment being nice and kind to someone who certainly was not expecting it. How about you? Are your heart And the way you live your life, are they the same? Are they matching? So I have a challenge for you this week. Somewhere along the line, you're going to find somebody having a lousy day. Might be a store clerk. Might be a co-worker. 
I challenge you to put the golden rule to work. Put yourself in the place of that poor harried clerk and say something like, I know you're having a rough day and I just want you to know I really appreciate you. Or maybe it's your family. Maybe your child's had a rough day at vacation Bible school. Take the extra few minutes to ask the question. Really, seconds. What would I want? What would I want? How would I want to be treated in this? Now, don't go giving your kid a cigar because your pastor likes cigars. (laughs) But take the second, the time to say, how would I like to be treated in this situation? I'd be interested to hear what your results are. Jesus gives us the gold standard for our behavior. Do to others as you would have them do to you. Try it. Try it. You may find that your heart and your actions... They match. And on those rare occasions when they do in my life, I celebrate. I'm like, woo, I did it. They're the same. The gold standard. Jesus gave it to us. Thumper added a whole other rule, right? (laughs) At least at my house. Remember, do to others as you would like to have them do to you. That's the gold standard that Jesus has laid out for us. Let us pray. Gracious and almighty God, we ask that you would invade our hearts with your grace. Let us us treat others as we would like to be treated. Father, let this church, let this place start a trend in our community in which we take this this command to heart to treat others the way that we would like to be treated. Father, make us passionate about this. That our hearts and the way we live will match. Father, we call on you to make us better followers of Jesus. Give us the strength and the courage to go where the world tells us we should not. Let us be beacons of your love and your grace for the world to see. We pray this in Jesus' holy name. Amen.